What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? It's that time again, and if you've been here before, well, you already know who I am. If it's your first time, allow me to introduce myself to you. I'm Miss Handy, the host of Gumbo Nights, and I'm thrilled you've chosen this as your first episode. This is going to be a really good one, y'all. This is episode 99, five ways to tell if you're compatible with a romantic partner. Now, let me be upfront. This is some advice that a friend of mine got from an elderly gentleman that she knows. She shared it with me a few weeks ago, and I'm going to share it with you. But before I do that, I want to highlight the thing that we celebrated this week, which was Valentine's Day. And just because it's already over doesn't mean we're still not in the mood to celebrate love. In fact, today on the Tamron Hall Show, she says that this is Love Week. She had a guest on her show who was a young black female, I believe, probably in her 20s or maybe even her early 30s. And she's doing something that has gone viral on TikTok. And it's called what she refers to as boy sober. And what that means is she is intentionally chosen to stop dating from now until sometime in October so that she can regroup from some unfavorable experiences that she's had in her dating life. And there have been some people who have decided to join her on this and some have been successful and some have not. And I've been doing something similar myself, but of course I'm not going to call it voiceover, y'all, because I'm of a big age. (laughs) I have been man sober for four years and I did it for a similar reason because I was having difficulty meeting men who I thought I was compatible with. And I didn't know if it was something that I was doing wrong and couldn't figure any of that out. So I said, forget it. I'm just going to take a pause. And so here I am, y'all. But when my friend shared the advice from the elderly gentleman that she met, I wished I'd had this when I was younger, when I was in my 20s, because it would have saved me a lot of time and a lot of heartbreak, y'all, because my parents did a really good job of telling me the things that I should stay away from. But what they didn't do, y'all, is tell me exactly what I needed to be looking for. A specific list of qualities of things that I should be paying attention to. And that's why this list of things resonates with me so much. And I hope it resonates with you as well. So I hope you got a pen and paper and you're ready because I'm going to share the list of things with you right now. Number one. Where do they live? Now, this is important because in the areas where we live, in our neighborhoods and in our communities, there are certain things that are unique to those areas, certain norms, certain practices and patterns that you may not even pay attention to that much until you come into areas where those things aren't happening. (laughs) So, for example... If you live in a really quiet and conservative neighborhood where everybody keeps their property up and then you go into an area that is just the opposite, where it's really loud, people are hanging out outside, it's chaotic, it's noisy, and it may not even be that safe to be there. 
we tend to pay attention to that. So think about it. When you're visiting the person that you're dating and they live in an environment that is completely opposite of yours, how do you feel when you're there? Would you feel comfortable living there? Not just visiting, but living there. How do they feel when they come to your neighborhood? Do they tend to call out the patterns that are a part of your neighborhood and your community? If they do that all the time, it might be because they don't like it and it's not the type of environment that they want would want to be in. So consider that first. Second thing is, how did you meet? Did you meet them at church when they were praying for people? Did you meet them at a bar where they were drunk and belligerent, cussing people out? Did you meet them in a grocery store parking lot when they stole the parking space that you were waiting on? It is very important to pay attention, not just where you meet someone, but what they were doing when you actually met them. Did they hold the door open for you? Did they pay you a compliment? How did you come to know who this person is? It really matters, y'all. Next is, what do they look like? Now, we're not talking about anything superficial. You like what you like, y'all. Tall, fat, slim, dark, light, bald-headed, full head of hair. That's your thing. You go for it. We're talking about how do they keep themselves up? Do they pay attention to their grooming? Look at their teeth. Are they clean? Do they go to the dentist? Do they have odors? Are they bathing? (laughs) Do they keep their clothes up? Are they dirty? You know, do they pay attention to their overall look? That is very important. Would you be embarrassed to take this person to meet your family and friends, to a work function, to hold their hand out in public based upon their overall appearance? Again, not the looks, but how they keep themselves up. The fourth thing is, what's their conversation like? Now, Y'all, there's a lot of folks that have a high word count on a daily basis. They can talk and talk and talk till they just can't talk anymore. Folks that even talk in their sleep. But what are they talking about, (laughs) y'all? Is there any substance to their conversation? Do you have things in common that you can talk about? And even if you don't have those things in common, is the person interested enough, curious enough, to listen to your perspective, to the things that interest you, and to be able to ask you some questions about it, even though they might not give a doggone about anything that you're talking about, is very important, y'all. And as women, many of us tend to want to talk about our emotions, the way we feel about stuff. And men are not always receptive to that. So if you're a person that loves to talk and you want feedback and that is the thing that keeps you engaged and interested and even turns you on a little bit and you get with someone, y'all, that doesn't have conversation, doesn't take interest in the things that interest you, well, that can be a problem. So pay attention. 
Is your conversation aligned? Do you tend to communicate in the same ways? Can you talk about the things that the person you're interested in wants to talk about, even though you're not interested in it? Be sure that you're not having an expectation for someone that you can't give back in the same way. Fifth thing is, what kind of vehicle do they drive? Now, y'all, we're not talking about the make and model of their vehicle. We are talking about the quality of their vehicle. Now, since the pandemic, this has been happening a lot where I live. May not be happening where you live. But there are a lot of folks who are driving vehicles with expired tags, (laughs) y'all. And not just recently, not a few days past the time when they've expired. We're talking about years. Some from 2020, 2021, 22. And if they're coming to visit you, parking in your driveway, (laughs) parking in front of your house, your apartment, wherever you live, coming to see you and they have expired tags on their vehicle, uh, how do you feel about that? Because that says something about a struggle or a challenge that they might be having. Now, we're not going to talk about anybody's situation because we all run into them. But does that matter to you? The quality of their vehicle in terms of the body of it. Does it have a lot of dents? Is the door hanging off? Is the windshield cracked, y'all? Are you going to be embarrassed to ride around in their vehicle? Does the air conditioner work? Does the heat work, y'all? All of those things are very important. And again, it's not just looking at your partner. What is your vehicle like? Do you always have to ride in their vehicle because yours has expired tags? Because the door is hanging off, because your air doesn't work, your heat doesn't work, the windshield is cracked. We have to be able to provide the things that we're expecting from the person that we are wanting to get involved with. Those are the five things, y'all. So to quickly recap, first, where do they live? Second, how did you meet? Third, what do they look like? Fourth, what's the conversation like? And last, five, what kind of vehicle do they drive in terms of the quality? Now, I would add a couple of other things is, where are they from? Now, this has caused a problem for me in the past because (laughs) where the person lives now is not the same place where they're from. So where they are now is cool. But they brought with them (laughs) the stuff that doesn't mesh well with me from the neighborhood that they grew up in. That's a problem. So don't just consider because they're living in a place, might have a gated community, might be nice and clean there and peaceful and safe. But they're bringing those old patterns from the place where they grew up that wasn't so pleasant, that wasn't so safe. And then also consider again, In addition to how did you meet, where did you meet them? All of those things matter, y'all. That, my friends, is episode 99. I hope that you will continue to listen, like, comment, share, and subscribe. And whatever you do, please make sure that you join me right back here for our next episode.